This is <laughs> hard to swallow. Gross. Uh, she should have uh, put him back on the rack. Uh, <laughs> you can that out. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast, the salacious and indecent. Ooh. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J, found on Instagram as Emery Lavelle J under Ain't I Emery, yeah. a tribute to mm. Sojourner Truth. Mm-hmm. I'm here with my Negroes that I know. First, I have on the mic. Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. Yes, it's good to be back. Hello. And I have my girl, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Linz underscore Wags. How y'all doing? I'm back. And I have the only and last Bolin girl, Jay Bolin on Instagram and Twitter as Jay Bolin. Shouldn't have left you. Okay. This you always try. You can't help it. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just telling the truth about you. House. The house of swallow. I'm dry. We are now being the house of hard to swallow. And we all have names. The house of swallow. The house of swallow. The house of swallow. <laughs> What's your name, bitch? Lyrical Mar? Oh, I'll go by Lyrica. <laughs> swallow. And my category is what? Performance. <laughs> okay. Legendary performance. Legendary yes. performance. Yes, it is. Lindsay. I keep it classic. Well, how's that? What's your name? What's your category? My name is El Swallow. You know, if you need to, you know, it's Espanol. <laughs> My category, soft and cunt. Oh. Oh, that's a category. Yeah, yeah soft and cunt, vocal and performance. Yeah, it's oh, okay. a category now. That's real, woman, <laughs> that's real womanly of you. Um, Female figure. I walk soft Realness. And cunt. Uh, yep, yep. No female figure, realness. I am named after my father, Will, as in Will Swallow. Yes. Okay. My performance for a coin. Okay. Bitch, I'm a trilogy. <laughs> yes, I am. I walk every motherfucking thing. I walk face, runway, yes. performance. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. And Jay Bolin, what's your name? Suddenly Swallow. Oh, Suddenly Swallow. Suddenly Swallow. (laughs) Oh, like you gagged at the game. Accidents. (laughs) Accidents in the throat. Yeah. I love it. And I walk Amazon realness. Oh. (laughs) Uh, bitch, that's some shit you see on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> well, bitch, I don't do balls, okay? Mm-mm. We know. Mm-mm. You tell us every meter. <laughs> Literally. Every. All right, so I want to get... so why y'all gagging? I give it to you every podcast episode. <laughs> you know what? Give it to you again and again and again. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to give a shout out to our loyal supporters and our family. I just want to say thank you. We are finally at 2.2 thousand downloads. Yes. And I appreciate thank every you. single one. I always said this. Even if one person listened to my show faithfully every week, I would still do it because I love to do this. 
And as long as one person supported me, that's good enough. Um, but two people in particular, I want to give a shout out to, I want to give a shout out to Curtis Johnson, aka Kurtz Crystals, which is his Instagram name. It's spelled with a Z, you know, real ghetto. Yeah. It's Kurtz, C-U-R-T-Z, Crystal, C-U-R-Y-S-T-A-L-Z. He makes necklaces. I actually have one by him, but I'm not wearing it today, unfortunately. You can follow him on Instagram, buy a jewelry, you'll love it. Bushy uh, brows. Literally, Bush. Bitch, he's just one of the only few people, him and Fred are the only people I know with a fucking unibrow. I live for it. I also want to give a shout out to emerging artist and rapper Mark Wayne. He dropped a new single called Ocean Blue. You can check it out on every major music platform Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. You can even purchase it on iTunes. And his Instagram is It's Mark Wayne. That's actually spelled with a C M A R C. W-A-Y-N-E. I love Mark Wayne. So this is the song. I, I feel like y'all would really appreciate it. It's, it's a giving me very, you know, smooth by something you chill and listen to over a blunt. Romantic. And a piece of head. Oh, Ooh, a okay. piece of head. A Here you go the song. A piece of head. <laughs> just not even a whole head, just uh-huh. some. Let's get into head. it. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the song, Ocean Blue by Mark Wayne. Hello, Shotty. No. You look good today. We all got flows, but yours is out the way well, Let's take this elevator, all the way to the top floor Let me show you better views, I can give you a lot more Hell yeah, I'm educated, see the streets taught me a lot, baby Thank God I grew up in that hood, but I was on that wood, man, a lot, baby Stand by your versus cops, baby and that's it, because that's yeah. the maximum legal limit. 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, Mark Wayne. Yes, really loving the song. Again, go listen to that, download it. Apple Music and Spotify title, all major platforms. Thank you. All right, so I have a few announcements to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, I would like to thank... Well, no, I said thank... I mean, congratulate, bitch. <laughs> I don't got shit to <laughs> I would like to congratulate Michelle Obama on selling two million copies of her memoir, Becoming. Yes. And that is the number as of Friday, November 30th. All right now. She actually sold 1.4 million in just the first week of its release. So that's major. Congratulations. Keep doing your thing, Miss Obama. Yes, Mo. Mm. (laughs) Mo. <laughs> and Mo, the black, the black always take it back home. Let me like okay. yes, Mo, yes, Mo, yes, God. Oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> All right, and I also want to thank. Oh, I said, why I keep saying thank? You want to thank yeah. these hoes? For I want to thank these hoes so bad. <laughs> Y'all ain't did shit for me. <laughs> I want to congratulate Ava Duvernay. She lands a one hundred million dollar TV deal two. with Warner Bros. This is a major, major, major thing. She is an Emmy-winning and Oscar-nominated director. This is a big deal for black people everywhere, directors yes. and producers. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Hire me. Hire, Hire me. Please. <laughs> I want to say congratulations to social media star, now makeup businesswoman mogul, Supercent. Yes. yes. According to LisaLamo.com, she made $1 million on Cyber Monday in just 90 minutes wow. for selling her makeup of, what's it called, crayon box? The crayon case. The crayon, crayon case. case. Listen, all y'all hoes bought up crawfish liquid lip. I need that. <laughs> it's a beautiful matte red. Stop your shit. Well, no, keep buying. 
Yeah, her shit is very heavily pigmented, but it's very, very creative. I love the name, the concept. It's for like people that's new in makeup and don't know much about it. Brilliant. I actually said congrats to her on Instagram. I said congrats, to y'all niggas hiring. And she laughed and followed me on Instagram. Uh-huh. Cause she liked that little shoot your shot, bitches. You know, she shoot like, your shot. Yeah, she liked that. Yeah. And lastly, I would like to say congratulations to first name Faith, last name Evans. Hyphen <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Yes, yeah, so Jordan. That, Lindsay. I know. On her Lady of Soul Award at the 2018 Soul Train Awards. <laughs> yes, Faith. And Man. like I said, I'm, I must say, I must say, <laughs> Faith, you did great. I've always been hard on you. The voice is still intact. Wigs are looking good. Skin fresh. and. Uh-huh. Hopefully, after all that singing, your tongue wasn't out of whack. <laughs> you know what? I imagine you... I imagine Stevie J gifting you a freshly shaved and baby wipe asshole mm. on a Thanksgiving platter that night. Yes. yes. You deserve it. You know that bitch like eating ass? Mm. Oh, yes, she She was eating up Biggie. Yes, she was. And all the snacks and meals that came with that. Ooh. <laughs> No, that bitch. <laughs> I could just imagine her spreading them cheeks to smell oh. mac, mac and cheese, greens. Green, greens, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, hogs, long. Move on. Can't tell me shit. Congratulations, Faith. Congratulations, congratulations Faith. Faith. But also, congratulations to Erica Badu for receiving the Legend Award. Yes. And let us see. She received the Soul Train Certified Award. Let us see. Let us see you, Queen. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Come on. Storming you. Storming me. All and you know, it, I, I talked all. about this, but it's funny how we. she was never that relevant in the media, but now it's like we've been talking about her. Mm-hmm. She, she keeps coming up. <laughs> this bitch is trying to let me know something, huh? Okay, make him know it. She's trying to let you know she turns it, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let us see, sweetie. Fuck lettuce. Oh, I mean, I'm, I love Ooh. her. I love her. I'm sorry. I love oh her. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I felt tried. And, you know, you know, it's a retaliation thing. Oh, yeah. child. Okay. Can't take her. So, we've been away for a while, and I'm so happy to be back because I miss y'all. I really love to do this. Um, while we were away, I told you guys that the Garcon Ball was on November 11th. Mm-hmm. And it was an amazing event at Echo Stage. Um, all of us are there. Yes, Lindsay. Yeah. Lyrical Mar. Yes, I was. The bowling girl was there on Skype. Y'all know that's a lie. <laughs> In Whitney fashion. Yeah. But it was very comfortable, spacious. I do want to apologize for the event ending so early. Um, you know, any event that ends early when people don't get to participate as planned is um, very unfortunate. But we will learn for next time and do better. All right? Yes. Next during the same weekend, we have the Sips and Scholars event, and Lindsay attended. I attended, and I would like to say thank congratulations again to the House of Garcon for throwing just a wonderful event. Um, I'm going to talk a bit and highlight about um, highlight the Sips, Sips and Scholars event thrown by their CDG Pro Division. And I'd like to say that I'm always impressed by their continuous commitment and contributions to the community. It was a celebration of empowerment and success, especially in the wake of efforts of y'all's president to redefine gender as biological, to purposely exclude and erase people of trans experience. 
Um, I knew it was important for me to be there. Um, there was a panel. There was lots of dialogue from, you know, people in the community. There were also people being honored mm-hmm. um, from for their work and dedication. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because um, they gave people opportunities to speak. And sometimes when I'm in these spaces, when I'm navigating as a cisgender woman, as a cisgender as a cisgendered woman navigating these spaces, it's important for me sometimes to just be there, be present, and listen. And I think that's the thing that people miss about allyship in general. Sometimes it's appropriate to speak, and then sometimes it's not. It's more profit, more appropriate, or more often than not, just to listen and be present. And... um I don't in any way want to center myself mm-hmm. when I'm navigating these spaces. And I did get to speak to um, the recipient of the scholarship. Her name is Yanni Ross or Yanni Ebony. Mm-hmm. She's a lovely young woman. We had a great conversation after the event, actually. And that's what, you know, really made it worthwhile for me. Talking, you know, being amongst the people talking to the girls, talking to them as an older woman to younger women. Mm -hmm. It was just a wonderful event, and I just wanted to say that. It was great. I think that message is important, period, for all forms of allyship. Mm -hmm. Please listen to what was said and knowing when to speak and when not, and when to center yourself and when not to. It's more important for you to speak up when you're not in, in your spaces than theirs. Absolutely. And I never want to... your peers. I never want a cookie yeah. for just being who I am. You it's know? like when people take pictures when they give food to homeless yeah, people. Yeah, it's weird. Like, nah. Oh, wait. I don't know if I want to make that comparison. That's, no, that's not sound. necessarily yeah. that. But it's like, I don't ever want to be celebrated because I'm a cisgendered yeah, woman and I'm here yeah. with y'all. I don't ever want to be, you know, I don't want that to be my story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So another thing that happened that weekend on the 12th was the Queen's Supreme Court. We got to sit in the audience, me and Lyra Kumar, and chill with um, (laughs) Queen um, T.S. Madison, New York, and Funky Dineva. And let me just be the first to say, I ain't never been to, that was the most ghetto shit I ever been to (laughs) in my life. Okay, How ghetto was it? Ghetto as fuck. Oh <laughs> I spent 50 motherfucking American US dollars per person to enter an establishment to be high priority seating. Right. Where was I? Standing up in the motherfucking back. In the you back. got me oh. fucked up, bitch. Where's Staying my seat? How And then you know what? We talking to the people there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting passionate about this. I'm sorry, y'all. But let's, let's just be yeah. clear. VIP means very important people. Right. Not viewing the pits. Right. <laughs> that's what it Where was the fuck is my seat? <laughs> oh my God. When I tell you that I was so motherfucking upset, and the way that the VIP was set up was so motherfucking small, the thing was, I need to see people close when I go to their show. That's, yes. That's, that's what the it's, point. That's what it's giving. That's the point. And y'all oversold these VIP, t- VIP tickets on purpose, and then at the end tried to say, oh no, that was a VIP meet and greet so it's just giving okay well you bought the you bought the meet and greet so so sweetie don't call it VIP call it meet and greet the no, girls know what they're paying no, that for that was some bullshit that was some bullshit I heard what you said but what you said was, was some, some bullshit, bullshit. Please. because 
It horrible. said priority seating. Plus the sound was horrible. Priority seating means the VIP gets priority. In the front. General in- seating was sitting in the fucking seat. Not in the back. <laughs> and my ass was getting the breeze of cold air. Mm-mm. That ain't right. We was in the big. That ain't right. Oh, uh, but uh, you know what? Let's, let's take on a positive note. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I got carried away. No, but look, you know, I was really glad to meet T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was cool. really hard to enjoy ourselves the way we wanted to. I will say this: T.S. Madison and New York and Funky Dineva were a joy. They yes. were entertaining yeah, to were... say the least. Um, mm-hmm. But I couldn't fucking hear. Okay, I, I, let me let me say what I said because I couldn't hear. I could only make out certain things. Me too. Them niggas was loud as a motherfucker. They was loud. They as wouldn't a... let them talk. Ah, uh, okay. Go ahead because there's more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we I was over it. And y'all know I can't hear well, so y'all bitch. I was just like, <laughs> I was just looking at a jiff. But I did hear. I did hear when he, uh, <laughs> looking at a jiff, bitch. I see people moving. I don't hear sound. I did hear him say what he what said about mean? Blue Ivy, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wait. Before it. we get into that, I did hear. I do want to speak on that. Seemed to be a little beef between Funky Donnie and well, tension. Yeah, but we got to talk about Palmer. that part first because I'm gonna tell you why he he made that mistake. Ooh. You think that was the start of it? No, he was he was bothered by Tiffany Pollard's presence, the well, legendary. Uh, okay, well, okay. well, two are separate issues, so I'm gonna speak on it there. Right. Um, I, okay. There seemed to be tension. I felt like, and though I, when I met Funky, he was very warm, and if you guys see the pictures on my Instagram, he was like very genuine. He gave me a full hug. Of course like he did. it was a pleasure meeting him. Same with Tiffany. Joy. Yes. A joy. It's like they really love their fans, and I appreciated that. But it seemed like he took a, a was taking a shot at Tiffany every chance that he can get. And T.S. Madison. To, it's like a need to be the baddest bitch in the room. Yeah. He was taking shots at T.S. too, but I guess that's the dynamic of their friendship. But can I just say this? You're friends with her. You're not friends with me. Y'all know how that shit go? Y'all know how that shit go? And so, well, um, I'm not really surprised about this though. Yeah, I'm not really either. But anyway, let's get. So, our apology from the, for for this week, it's not actually coming for us. Come from us. It's coming from Funky Doniva. Hmm. So, doing the show that we were at, Funky Doniva said that Blue I- Blue Ivy Carter is ugly. Yeah. Well, no, he actually said Beyonce. Did he say Jay Z? No, said Jay Z was ugly, and his daughter is too. Something like that. No, um, T.S. said, uh, Jay-Z's ugly ass and Beyonce fine as shit. And then he said, Blue Ivy ugly too. That's and, the way it was. Uh, it got awkward in the audience. It was many awkward moments in the audience, but that was the most Oh, the girls awkward. were screaming. They were like, bitch, don't say that. Like, they was really, he was giving a child. Y'all know it. Y'all trying it. Then he said, the girl, y'all girls in the audience got friends with you know, ugly kids too. He just I mean, wasn't making it no but, battle. But the point was, to me, she was trying to like overshadow the legendary Tiffany Pollard Tiffany. and also yeah. T.S. Madison to me, in my opinion. She didn't yeah. need to be there. It could have just been Tiffany and... I uh, think I like Tiffany and T.S. together. I like Fung Daniba yeah. and T.S. together. I don't think I like all three of them together. No, they didn't need him that night. Yeah. Um, but back to the apology. Um, he issued an apology, made a whole video. He admitted that he crossed the line and some things you just don't do and you don't need to attack children who, one, can't defend themselves and two, it's just tactless. Child. 
Man, only that at this point, and that's like beating a dead horse. Y'all ain't got enough of that when y'all used to talk about that girl and her hair and all the rest of the shit that y'all been saying about this child since she been like birthed. Like, right. and Riley's not an ugly Plus child she's cute. by no means. She's that's cute. Well, I'd just like to say something. First, I'd like to say, um, attractiveness is subjective, like anything else. Um, there are attract unattractive kids that is you know there's nothing wrong with that but however for him to be an adult can i suggest and verbalize uh, a that, euphemism or a lighter there are people who doesn't fit the status quo of what no 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 i was about to get into that i was okay. about to get into that because first of all attractiveness like i said is subjective and secondly mm. he's a grown man um that was not him as a celebrity, that was not to be, should not have been voiced publicly. Yes. Keep that shit to yourself. She's a child. And she's also of an age where she's, they say she's very bright. She can possibly read these things about her. And I'd also like to say, black men, stop hurting her. Stop hurting us. Women. Stop doing it. Yeah. This is how this shit starts. Yes. This is how as it starts. As children. Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Your his fucking internalized hatred. Let me say this: his internalized fucking hatred. Okay, and it starts young. You're foisting that. You're you're throwing it once again. Black girls have no community protection ever. It is so easy to lambast us and degrade us and defile us in any in any way, shape, form, or fashion by our own fucking men. Stop. Hurting us. Yep. Period. Protect us. Please. Protect us. Okay? Like, stop your shit. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Because it's please. making me angry. Child. Oh, I do want to ask. Did, did you all believe his apology? It was it was weird. I thought it was sincere. He's, he's intelligent, so he said the right things. But uh, to me, you knew you was wrong when you said it, bitch, and you should have clarified it before it made headlines. Uh, that's Dumb my ass. issue. Dumbass. What? Why? When someone calls you out on being wrong, people feel the need to take another step to back up why they were wrong instead of taking the time to listen. Why can't they just say, you know what? You're right. I don't think about it that way. I fucked up. The ego. And we also have to think about how we quantify standards of beauty. Y'all wanted her to be a silky-haired, a silky-haired mini bay, huh? And y'all wanted to... Y- oh, y'all we, we are going on forever about that, baby. Going yeah, on about yeah, this child yeah. and her features, that her Afrocentric features that she inherited from her daddy. Go fuck yourselves, seriously. Yeah. Especially when you look like fart. You shouldn't be talking <laughs> about anybody else. That's what I just choked. That's what the fuck I, I know, said. I just... When you look like bitch, fart... She look like fart. No, yes, she does. Not even a poop. To be talking... <laughs> to be talking shit about Blue Ivy. She's just me. all the way there. A whole motherfucking fart. Okay. <laughs> just disrespectful. Okay. So nasty, so rude. It's so rude. Well, Funky Dineva, if you ever want me on your show... Let's make it happen. Mm. I love you. Mm. But I could th- tell by that hug that in, the, in the picture. Fix that shit, though. Okay. <laughs> that hug in the picture was that strong. That hug was strong and stern. All right. So let's get into our hot topics, <laughs> um, you know, pop culture-related topics this week. All right. I want to start with... I feel like I have to start with this first. It's kind of old, but relevant. Dwight Howard dating 
um, this fin man and uh, doubted him. Well, he was. I don't know. Uh, what do you call it? What so they thought they were fucking. What you want to call? I don't know fucking what they were fucking. They, well, I don't even know if it was dating. He they said they was in a relationship. Well, allegedly, allegedly, the guy named you said Lassine you wanted to get Eliza. fucked in your ass, Dwight. Oh, <laughs> yes, he did. Well, bitch, everybody deserves some good dick. Yeah, listen, everyone. But anyway, um, yeah, but. Th- his credibility, the guy, what's his, Messine Elijah, if that's how you say his name, we won't even hear it again. Um, but <laughs> we won't. He was previously, previously acute. Well, okay. Similar allegations came up when he was talking about Playboy, Playboy Cardi, or whoever. Yeah. Whatever that boy name is. She get all of them. <laughs> and then that was discredited because they found out that the, it was fake DMs. Oop. And now, right after the Dwight thing, he released a book called Industry Home. What? And, mm, oh, mm. this is news to me. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know. Uh, 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 the book is coming out. Okay. Yeah, but he's right. he, uh, he has a book called Industry Home coming out. Yeah, but, okay. All right. Anything else? Dwight Howard has yet to respond about any of these assertions. And he shouldn't. And, and he, he won't. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He's still out with nope. his buttocks in- injury. So, what's the... I think... I ha- Listen, Marcus, this, this is what I want to take say. us there. I don't understand. She tried to say that they offer her some hush money. Sweetie, you look like you need it. <laughs> no disrespect. Why the fuck wouldn't you just take the money and leave, let this man and do it? Shut he, that she mouth. She was motherfucking jealous because he was, you know, dealing with somebody else. And why would you out and, the trans women and what she, how she make her coin? Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. The other girl. That girl ain't you just mad because he was getting his shit somewhere else. You couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Now you're now you're now you're you're abusing, you know, the situation when it comes to, you know, trans and those, you know, so called straight men. It was wrong on so many levels. Yeah, it, I just didn't understand why she did that. It was kinda sloppy and messy, <laughs> so I don't even I don't, mm. I, um, I, don't I can't. <laughs> Okay, the main okay. If they offered to pay you, bitch, you should have just took the coin. I don't understand. First of all, yeah, if you are, what's if the people, problem? And yeah, and the, all go. good, everything good don't last. Yes. And so when he was done with your ass, girl, move on. And you know exactly what that relationship was. Stop exactly. pretending like y'all was in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. bitch. Exactly. Please, bitch. Please. Um, and but the main okay, there were some issues that uh, came about outside of that, like. The transphobic comments that were being made. I had a huge issue with that. And I also had an issue with everybody coming to the rescue for the DL nigga. Now, y'all might think it's not a thing, but it's a thing. And I'm going to start on it. When your first thing to say is, if they would have killed that nigga, I wouldn't even have cared because he shouldn't have outed. That's part of the fucking problem right there. But, Mm -hmm. and another thing. People were saying he's not a trans woman or whatever, but that doesn't change the fact that he can still be under the transgender umbrella. Absolutely. There's so much ignorance of all, um, related to all of this. Looks like he was up in drags, yes? Yeah. And long, some, yeah. Femme, gay man, man it, don't ma- it don't matter. Yeah. Uh, but it was just all problematic <laughs> to me. But I, when you're, you want to wish death on someone that outs... A D.O. man, that's part of it. You basically saying that transgender people are not deserving of love or dating. Or life. Or life. That's what was my, literally my next part. Yeah. Not deserving of life. 
and they're disposable. Yes. That's the problem. So, yes. Do I think it was wrong that he outed this man? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's no one's business what I'm doing in my fucking bedroom. Tried it. But two, to wish death on not just this man here, but also transgender women, period. That's a fucking problem. And gay men. And there's several themes with this situation. Like, Dwight Howard is one of those young men that came into the NBA holding a Bible, very religious, supposedly. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, he got like six baby mamas and all these babies. Like, I don't know. There's something, you know, there's something to be said for all of that. Yeah. Realize, it is. Realize it's regular. Niggas. No, that's part of it. It's just this. <sighs> It's just realize that y'all can't deal with it when it comes. Trans out. people get it in; they have sex too. Y'all think they just <laughs> undesirable, <laughs> unattractive? And not, bisexuality no is real. Yeah. Bisexuality is real, and being straight can mean that you like cis and trans folks. I don't understand why y'all want to write people off as gay so fucking easily. I say this all the time: it's really no way to really. Um, be on the good side with you bitches, you straight bitches. Y'all be like, oh, he gay. Well, I mean, let's say, for instance, if he had messed with a trans woman. He doesn't identify as a trans woman, but if he did, they still would have been calling him gay. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I always uh-huh. say this. So if Dwight had messed with a trans man, would he still be gay? And the logic that you're using. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's something to think about since y'all are so concerned about what goes on in his bedroom. It's it's baffling. But anyway, I'm glad. Shut your fucking mouth, uh, whatever your name is. And we're going to move into the next topic. So I want to go into Beyonce's Texas accent. <laughs> Causing an uproar. And the Lion King movie that's coming in 2019. Social media can't fucking take it. So a bitch, it all started with a bitch saying on Twitter, Beyonce better talk right on that new Lion King. Nala, Nala, I'm sorry. Nala is not from Texas. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Jay, start it off. First of all, fuck y'all. You motherfuckers. <laughs> if she want to come on there and be a motherfucking Texas Bama, guess what? You motherfuckers going to go and see it. Mm-hmm. And y'all going to pay to see it. And she's already got her check. So fuck y'all. But second of all, <laughs> y'all act like Nala was that fucking important in The Lion King. Bitch, name me a, a Nala line besides her singing <laughs> the song with Simba when they was rolling in the grass. I like, was like, all of them was in fucking in the forest, bitch. favorite character was Nala. Who watched Lion King and can repeat Nala's lines? Like, Nala not even that fucking important. Mm. Beyonce's gonna come on here, sing her little songs, and go on about her business and get her check. Like, you it's not that big of a deal. Don't nobody give a fuck up. about Nala when they now watch Now you the use my cell phone. <laughs> 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 nah, Lizzie, don't do it. We talked about you. Can you pay my bills? Okay. We, we did. <laughs> Texas is a little bit. Okay. In, in the circle of you life. You said head to mom. In the circle of life. Beyonce knows. <laughs> but no, it, it, okay, my issue with it was this elitism around Southern accents. Like, Southern, yeah, Southern accents. Like, people hate them so much. And it bothers me. First of all, this movie is literally about what it is about 
technically, I guess, animals. based in Africa. It's animals. It's and the animals based in Africa, <laughs> but the animals are not African. <laughs> that was my point. It's based in Africa, but the animals are not African. If they when sound become, African, that would be over. When do we become professionals <laughs> on what the fuck a lion's accent sounds like? <laughs> like, you, like you, I think you said it, bitch. Scar got a white British man's accent. Get yes, I literally life. said that. But nobody was saying shit about that. <laughs> Y'all was loving it. Ooh, I love me some Scar, Joe. Literally, I, wasn't the original voice of Simba a white man? Probably. Yeah. I think he was. I, I know younger like, Simba was Jason, Jason Weaver, Weaver, who's black. Who's I don't black. know who. I thought I could be wrong, but I think the adult Simba was... A, a white man. You know the girls love to. You know the girls love to try Beyonce though. Is giving bitch. She Y'all can't time. take her. <laughs> Y'all can't take her. She's gonna eat it, and I hope she does wonderfully on Circle of Life. I cannot wait for that. She better be. And, and, and Lion King ain't even my favorite child. It better be pure, and that's a problem. It better be pure. I know they want to revoke my black Lion card because really like it. oh, it's a bunch of animals. Give me a princess, Girl. bitch. Lion King is but really like, like one Bill of the top five Move along. Disney Listen. movies, in my opinion. <laughs> she like maybe bo- top ten. Bell like books, and she liked the fucking thug, and that's me. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, beauty like and Virgo the beast. Ass, let's say some shit like that. <laughs> you can't watch talking animals, but you can watch talking teapots and candles and shit. Get out of here. The Kuchikabra, bitch. What? Anyway, leave Beyonce alone. I'm gonna get out. And when she released Circle of Life, y'all motherfuckers gonna sing it. So, girl, shut up. Yeah. Okay, next I have. This gonna be country, child. Shut up, Mark. (laughs) Um, This is a very random beef. I have Travis Scott versus Tommy Lee. So, Tommy Lee from the legendary Motley Crue was threatening to sue Travis Scott. And this all came about because Travis posted a clip from his Astral World tour saying, Take me back. And in the video, Tommy Lee caught on to him using a circular stage roller coaster yeah, on stage. Um, yeah. Um, that Lee claims that he pioneered. And that's kind of true. <coughs> well, Travis Scott lawyer responded and told TMZ that Tommy didn't invent the concept of a roller coaster on stage and there's no legal basis for his accusatory outburst. <laughs> the actual creator and owner of the system has granted Travis all rights to use that equipment to complement the original stage design. Well, then it got a little bit more tricky because Lee said that the production crew that created the 360, I think it's called the Crucifier. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that they hired SGPS in Las Vegas to create it. And that's literally the same set design people that's working with Travis Scott. Mm. Okay. The plot thickens. Lindsay, can you start us off? Well, here's the thing. Um, I think they're coming from two different angles, but, you know, um, Wendy... You know, Wendy Williams showed both sets the other day on her show. And, you know, it looks as if... Well, first of all, I thought Tommy Lee's was over because he had the drum set. He did a full revolution on his, you know, roller coaster. Um, It's just about having... Being gracious and paying an homage. You know, that's really what it's all about. I mean, from Travis's guide, 
side, his his the name of his album is Astro World, mm-hmm. and I believe that's the name of an a, a park in Houston or something like oh, that. I see. It's like a, a you know homage to Houston where he's from, and they have a roller coaster. Absolutely, and that that's, way. that's probably why he wanted a roller coaster included in his tour. But did it have to be a circular roller coaster? Well, I mean, I mean a 360 roller coaster? Well, I don't think his does a full revolution. It's very, very similar. I know they have the it going over the crowd. It's there were two. That he, he had one that was going over the yeah. crowd, and he also had 360. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's and that's dope. It. He called him out on both of them, actually. Yeah, it's because, dope. And it does look... Yeah. Of, it's... Damn near the same. I saw the video side by side, and I was like, "Damn near the same thing." I mean, he could give Tommy Lee a little credit. It's not a big deal. It's not that big of a deal, I don't think. Well, and that was my only thing. But then you know, you know, Emery and I were talking about it, and we were like, "Okay, white man, you know." Thank you. (laughs) You know, you wanted to this black kid that he stole. All right. Yeah, how many, oh, one sh- and how I'm much like, shit have y'all stolen from us? <laughs> and I didn't want to go there, but it's like, bitch, hold up. <laughs> Tommy Lee, the whole genre of fucking music that you performed, sir, stolen by was stolen. stolen. Literally. Darling. So, I mean, you got that. You you want that, you got that. Travis is still winning. You're still Tommy Lee, legendary Tommy Lee from Legendary Motley Crew. I had the biggest crush on him growing up. Did you? Yes, I did. Thank I had you. a rock moment. Nice. We're not going to discuss it. Thank anyway. You. Anyway. Nice. Yeah, that was my only <laughs> point. You. I feel like he at least should have nice. gave some credit where it's due. And yes, I was with you. We, the we girls have been copying live tour sets They've been for copying years. shit for well, One point, I feel like Tommy should just be crazy. It's like, oh my God, somebody you know, wants to do what I was doing. Yeah, He's like, a legend. And Travis should just be like, you know, yeah. But Travis really tried to dissociate himself from that and that was probably the problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving right along because it's not that entertaining. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, next I have on my list what this bitch got to say. Who? <laughs> Cry Reese with... <laughs> Wins child support <laughs> ruling. So last year, you, y'all know around this time, actually, he won 50-50 custody mm-hmm. to a child that don't want to see him. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm so petty. Okay, and now this year, the past on November 27th, he won a child support ruling. And according to documents that came by ET, mm. child care costs, for example, paying for a babysitter for their 11-year-old daughter, Shayla, <laughs> will be covered mm. but anything that's um, non-work errands or run her household related would not be reimbursed the court ruled that the law regarding child support reimbursement does not limit the type of employment though for Norma so <clears throat> what that means is she can partake in any type of employment but you just can't be using this shit for any or anything, you know, buying earrings to go out to the club. <laughs> you know, bitches get carried away. You know, buying fancy makeup and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, how that shit works. She said she was, um, you know, living <laughs> life. So, doing, Marcus, man? can you start us off with this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't hear all the stipulations in that, but I know one thing. I'm glad because Harris is ugly as shit when he cries. And <laughs> we, just, we just don't need to see that. 
again. We don't deserve um, ever. You know, and I just that's I'm glad because now he won't. Child, he was out what here looking like a milk and chocolate milk want girl. From me? Girl, no. <laughs> Please, not that face. It's Looking even like making Emery ugly. <laughs> oh. Yes. Mm-mm. I'm emotional. Yeah, I'm emotional. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen my daughter in two months. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. No. Living her best life. She's living her best life. <laughs> 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 who, who's the daughter? No, that was the, the um, That was the mother. Oh. The court asked her something. She said, what you was doing? She said, I was living my life. <laughs> <laughs> Living my best life. Hey, do y'all agree with the ruling? Yes. Yes. You don't get money, bitch, for living your life. You gotta say something. You know, I was working for the Acme Corporation or some shit. You just can't say I was living my life, girl. You know, yeah, that ain't how that shit go. <laughs> that ain't how that shit go, bitch. That ain't how that shit go. No, she should have been like, this is when I need to go sweep up at the bodega or something. Right. <laughs> Why the bodega, bitch? I'm gagging at her. Wait, is she Hispanic? No. <laughs> oh, because I'm going to say, oh, bitch, you got making some stereotypes here. Bitch, I'm going to read you. I think she's like, I don't know, you know, racially ambiguous. Oh, wait, her name Norma. This bitch got to be black, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, is Not she 57? She 57? Norma. Who? Who, Norma. Norma. 57 years old. <laughs> oh. I was just asked because I thought about the name about? Norma. <laughs> Get out of here. And I Move thought about off. my great auntie. I wasn't sure. Norma. I'm dying like Norma. It's not. It ain't Norma Jean. Norma, Norma Jean, Jean Thompson. Up. Norma Nor- Jenkins. Thing. Norma Jean Johnson. Norma Jean Johnson. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the first yes. Baptist church. All of you. Central. No, stop it. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Goodbye. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Moving right Goodbye. along. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, next, I would like to get into 50 Cent. Oh, Curtis God. Jackson. Oh, Curtis. Says he wouldn't care if his son got hit by a bus. Now, if this ain't the most nigger shit I ever heard in my life, <laughs> but let's get to it. So, he was speaking of his 20-year-old old son, Marquise Jackson. On Friday, November 30th, his exact quote was, "So okay, Marquis Jackson took a picture with this guy named Kyle. And under the picture, he said, if these two little niggas got hit by a bus, I wouldn't have a bad day. That's Ooh. disgusting. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, let me stop myself because I'm trying not to get passionate before I just even start the story. Okay, so this is the backstory. The reason he said that is because the guy Kyle in the picture... It's actually the son of Kenneth Supreme McGriff. This is the guy that shot up 50 Cent. Oh, okay. No, he didn't shoot him up. The guy that oh. shot him well, actually he set it up. dead. But yeah, yeah. He, like, he, was, he played a role in that. Him I'm and sorry. Supreme have a long-standing beef. Yeah. And so, you taking pictures with the nigga son that I beef with? <laughs> Do you know people came to his defense? Who, 50s? They came to 50s defense and said, well, let's start with you, Marcus. How do you feel about this? Understanding the kind of person that 50 Cent is, I'm not surprised. Especially when that's his son. Uh, 
I don't know how I would think if my son was taking pictures with somebody like that. I might say some outlandish shit like that, too. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, well, you bought him on the barrel. Okay. So, a lot of people I mean, say, a lot of people say fucked Lindsay, up shit when they're What do you upset. have to say? Well, I mean, you know, to take it for what it is, it's some hood shit. It's, you know, that's yeah. some that's some hood cold shit. Like, you do not go against, like, your family at all like your son mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and fuck if it's your son but this is the thing like he's just a vile human being 50 <laughs> cent he really is it's just horrible and i really think at the end of the day the person he's most mad at is marquise's mother i really Ooh. believe he's mad still some some unfinished business with marquise's mother um marquise is He's 20 years old. He's a young man. But, um, mm-mm. no, he's he's done things. Allegedly burned down Shaniqua's house. Mm-hmm. Stops her from getting, you know, her little reality TV jobs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's some ongoing thing, I think, with her. Is really the crux of the issue. And it is. Marquise, unfortunately, you know, sided with his mom. And that's why he's fell out of favor with his father. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> this is very close to home to me because I don't got time for ink shit fathers. First of all, do I think him posting a pic- the fir- the first thing I thought when I saw his son taking a picture with this guy is I am lashing out. I am yes. trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get your attention. It shows I'm hurting. That I, I, I'm hurting. I'm hurt. I want to hurt my father. Why would you reject me this way? Why would you reject me this way? Why have you have failed me? Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. Because I know what the fuck that was. I know what the fuck that was. And for your first response to be that you wouldn't care if he got hit by a bus, he don't mean it. No. Yes, he do. No, he don't. If yes, he that do. boy got hit by a bus, he would cry like a baby. No. Do I think he would cry? He don't mean it. Let me tell you what I know. I know that these words last forever. That's what I know. And that's what he said to his son. He saw these words. Mm-hmm. So whether he cried or not, this is what his son saw. Yeah. That's a problem. Here's a, um, a, my main issue. Fathers, parents... Mothers, parents, period. Y'all think that y'all have the choice to disown and cut your child off for life. Guess what? The stakes ain't even. It's not. You don't get to give up on your child. They can give up on you for failing them. You You don't get to give up on them for them Failing you, I guess, quote unquote. No, they didn't fail you. But they didn't. They don't work that way. When you make the decision to have a child, you are fostering. You are taking care of a life. You are raising a child. It's a lifelong job. You are the one person that is supposed. Well, one or two people that are supposed to be in that child's corner for the rest of their fucking life. It, it just is. It just is. It is. Yep. So you sitting here talking about you you don't care if his life was taken away. You childish as childish as fuck. And any <laughs> child that feels that way, I keep telling you, I need to see Fifty get his ass beat over this. I really do. He been petty. It don't make no fucking sense. 
I feel the same way about people that put out children. Ugh. Yes, children are allowed to disappoint you and not live up to your expectations, but those were your expectations to them on a life they didn't ask to have. Mm-hmm. And these expectations, they didn't ask them to be put on them. They're living their life. They didn't ask to be you. So, exactly. Their experience is not yours. I take parenthood very fucking serious. I do. And I would never give up on my child. Anyway. Boom. Stop treating your son like a nigga on the street that you want to fight on sight. Mm-hmm. It's not that. All right. Yeah, you acting like a you acting like an animal that would eat up they fucking a lion that would eat his son. Yeah. On their last days of starving, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Amen. And that's how I feel about that, and mm-hmm. we gonna move on on. And in closing, my last hot topic of the week, and I just want to touch on it very lightly. Ellen Pompeo calls out magazines on diversity. And (laughs) 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 so, (laughs) November 20th, everybody pretty much knew about this. This clip was circulating. But doing a roundtable discussion with actresses Gabrielle Union, Gina Rodriguez, and Emma Roberts for Porter Magazine's Women in Television. Um, she was vocal about her concerns that the makeup of the audience in particular didn't reflect the real world. And she said, this day has been incredible, but there's a ton of women in the room, but I don't see enough color and I don't see enough color when I walked in the room. Today, I take it upon myself for the projects I do. When I realized the day they never included a person of color, I said, wait. Basic bitch, let's summarize this. She just said it's the responsibility of white women to make that happen. But, okay. <laughs> Jen, can let's, let's start this off. Okay. I will just say this. Do I agree with everything she said? Yes. Do I think that white people need to check their other white people? Yes, absolutely. But you motherfucker for getting on my fucking nerves. Y'all asses are going up for this shit. Like, this is what human decency is. This is what should be happening. I'm not going to congratulate a bitch, bless her, offer her my firstborn child for saying shit that they should have been saying from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And you motherfucking coons and black folks out here tap dancing <laughs> and whipping and out y'all ripe as watermelon. Every titty and every dick for them oh, to suck yes, on. Yes, they agree oh, with the racism. Oh, precious. Oh, yeah, baby. Thank you y'all. so much. Oh, bless her. <laughs> yeah, so bless her. You not loosened up my bless shackles her. on my ankles. Um, <laughs> I can walk a little bit more. <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> God, I, I, I can walk a little bit more free. I want no bitch. Get the fuck out of here. I want no part. Child, I, I would like to say though that Ellen Pompeo is I'm married to an African American man, and oh, right. of course has a black identified child, and she has come under fire in the past for making some interesting comments about HBCUs, basically that there shouldn't be any. I would like to think she has grown and learned, well, after they got her to fuck together on (laughs) Twitter after she made that comment, but... I I, I see some growth in her, and I'm glad she made those statements. Because she cares. I I think she cares enough Mm -hmm. to evolve. But she also was in some controversy for using black emojis on Twitter. (laughs) And they were getting her ass together like, bitch, you're not allowed. Don't do it. Don't do that. 
Don't do that. And <laughs> she got extremely defensive about it. She was like, oh my God, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> they have to own everything. They have to have, they, they want to own everything. They want to, you know, it's like an inherent superiority at, they don't even know it's there. Yeah. They don't realize Why do that people always me have to spaces. own everything. They have to be a part be in of everything. every space. Yeah. They yep. have to be include include themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't even notice that there that is their inherent inherent su- superiority at work. Oh, like it is. like the new ballroom scene that's going on. Oh God, the well, new ball. The that's new ballroom a topic, scene. but yeah. <laughs> Ciao. But I do want to say at least she's been consistent about this. In 2013, she made highlights after she slammed the Emmy Awards for their lack of diversity. So this is not something that just came about. Mm-hmm. Um, no. She said, I didn't see any diversity in the Emmys at all. The Emmys felt so dated to me. The dance number was embarrassing. Did you see one person of color in that dance number? So, I mean, if she cares about this. It's, it's, a, it's something she's passionate about. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, Miss Ellen. Yes, it's important for you to speak directly to your peers, the people that look like you. We know what time it is. Because this is what we actually saw. Just like Gabrielle was like, go ahead, Queen. She was like, go ahead. No, this is what we saw. And this is what, this is why, I mean, it's not, we don't need them to speak up for us, but this is why them speaking up is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Because when they do, your people listen. Mm-hmm. Look how much this hit the fucking media outlet. But when she does, but when she does do it, don't read her for mm-hmm. doing it. We're not reading her. We're not reading her. We're reading the well, response of black, black folk folks. that wanna, you yeah. know, invite her they're to going, the cookout. They're going too far. <laughs> provide her the secret potato salad recipes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, you know, inviting the bitch to do the electric slide. You know, like, come yeah. on. Like, girl, just add a little bit of paprika <laughs> on the fried chicken and oh, it won't... Lord. Oh, that's how it gets a brown? <laughs> oh, it, oh, so more than a sprinkle of salt? Bye. Uh, you know what? <laughs> okay, but okay, that was that was it. So we're going to move on to our need some hair segment. Oh, Damn, my mouth wet, bitch. That heavy tongue. Getting some hair. Ooh. Oh. And we back for the need some hair segment. So this one, it wasn't anyone really deserving of hair that much this week. But I decided that... I really wanted someone to just dog my shit out. Ooh. <laughs> okay. S and W. Just no really just dog my shit out. <laughs> Ram the back of my throat in a way that I have never experienced. Whoa. And hit a couple blunts. Mm. Blow it in my face. And then shove my motherfucking throat back down. Yeah. And I think that he would be a great person to do that. Yeah. 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 The person deserving of head this week is actually Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. Snoop Doggy Dogg. Bitch, pour some gin and juice on the fucking dick and make me go wild. Yeah. You want me to bark? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, I'm Okay, but no. (laughs) Uh, You know, I... 
I felt the need to give him hate this week because one, he's a Libra, and two, (laughs) but no, he (laughs) one, he's a Libra. Oh, please! I know, right? I know, right? But no, he is iconic, and he just got a star on the Hollywood Walk. Yes, congratulations, long overdue, and his own star finally. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Think about it. Well, yeah, that's kind of weird. But anyway. Um, he, he finally got a star on the Hollywood Walk and um, then he made a speech about it. And this is why I felt like this shit, this shit really resonated with me. In his speech, he thanked himself. It was the vainest shit I've ever seen in my life. It really was. But then I thought about that shit. Like, this is deep. He kept on saying, I, I want to thank me for, you know, um, having no days off and thanking me for working all them late nights and all this other stuff. What was the other shit he was saying? Lyrical, Mar? He was just, he was thinking his family and other people first, but then he was thinking himself for working seven days a week, for never giving up, mm-hmm. for sacrifices. Yeah. Uh, and it was just... And people were shutting the fuck up and listening. Mm-hmm. They, they, were, were. they were kicking, but... At first it was funny. It, but it then was, when you stopped to think about the message here... It spoke a lot about validation and just self-worth and taking a moment to just really appreciate yourself. Like, I think a lot of times we're waiting on somebody else to put a gold star sticker on our foreheads Mm -hmm. and pat us on the back. But we can do that ourselves, centering ourselves, loving ourselves. And like, I'm doing all that I'm doing for me. Right. For me, not to impress anyone, but because this is what I love to do. These are my passions, and I never gave up on my dreams. And I, that shit really kind of resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you for that speech. Yeah, it's, it's certain people that you don't expect to hear profound things from, and they come in unique ways, but I'm glad I got a chance to hear this speech. So It's a key key. Because yeah. if Oprah did that speech, they would just say, she got a massive-ass ego. Okay. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but I love it. But I love it coming from you. Think, do I think that they, they would have said that? Yes, of course. She's a woman. They would have kind of, you know. They would have, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. But-, but I think Oprah is strategic enough in her speech to know. If she would have said that, she it would have been in, in a different way. She wouldn't give that. No, she probably would thank herself, but it would be in a way that's like, you can't even attack her. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it. is true. laughs> like, I, I, I found a profound way to... Goodbye, Emery. <laughs> center myself. Fill my glass. Goodbye. And everything that comes pouring out. Right. Goodbye. And I, I finally gave what's pouring out to Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> And I made a book club because... You know, Goodbye. You know, oh, my God. Are we talking about Oprah? We talking sorry, about... I'm sorry, no, sorry to bring her up. Okay, sorry. Right. Okay. Snoop Dogg, don't forget to dog my shit out. Ooh, mm. that's in Dumbo. Lopey D. I'm going to give you my number. Yeah. <laughs> five, five. You, hit, you, you hit that one, girl. You hit that <laughs> okay. one. Okay. Yeah, she did. Oh, you going to tune today? Oh. She ready to get some head. Oh. I had it. Oh. Anyway. Moving right along. Oh. Is the T-O-D, the topic of the day. And now we back <laughs> for the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. So the topic of the day is this. 
They said it wouldn't last. And it didn't, bitch. Mm. <laughs> mm. How unfortunate. Poor unfortunate soul. Yes. <laughs> that motherfucking relationship that you just was like, oh, I'm going to be with him forever. Forever was three months. <laughs> okay. Like oh, saw- this is the man of my dreams. This actually was a nightmare. Right. Like when yeah. I saw... <laughs> This when is my I... Prince Charming, bitch. That's the clerk at the deli. Okay. Ain't no prince of mine. Can I say how uh, a long time ago I saw my friend, I can't say his name. Well, I'll say the first letter, T. And he had his new girlfriend. And they was just a skipping down the street. Just <laughs> skipping down the concrete jungle. Child... She had a baby. Next time I saw her, she was sucking on every Newport she could find. <laughs> she looked stressed. Them freckles turned into Ooh. acne. Whoa. Like, <laughs> I know that bitch had bags down. Baby, because she got a taste of what T really had to hand. And when I saw them at first, I was like, she's going to see in about, oh, let's give them a month. It, Two months it took. How long did they last? What? They well, they lasted <laughs> the length of her pregnancy. Oh, <laughs> they said it oh. wouldn't. They said it wouldn't well, last. They lasted too. And it didn't. <laughs> Honey, no, after that baby was cooked, she had to throw him out. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Oh my God! You know when they say they throw the baby out with the bathwater, she threw, <laughs> she kept the baby and threw him out with the bathwater. <laughs> Have y'all ever had that epiphany when y'all mm-hmm. were in a relationship with somebody that, like, like you really thought somebody was going to be the one? Let me be clear though: everybody you date, you don't feel like they're the one. You're trying to actually right. wait out to see if mm-hmm. they're going to be the one, right? But some people you're actually with and like, no, I see the rest of my life with this person. Yeah. So have any of you had that experience? Oh, my God. A few, a few times. Well, I, mean, I haven't had uh, any. I think I'm currently with the the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, before that, I was with some fucked up motherfuckers that I wanted to be <laughs> the one, but they weren't. But you didn't necessarily see the rest of your life with them, but you wanted nah. it to. You wanted to. No. I would have liked it. Like, you you know, I think in my early 20s, I would be like, oh, let me put my name with his last name, my first name with his last name. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. And if we had a daughter, I would name it after That would be cute. That would be cute. No. Mm-mm. What about you, Lyrical Moral? I think when you go into relationships, you go into it thinking that they're the one. Uh, but when they do things to take away from that, mm-hmm. that's when you should <laughs> make adjustments. But I think it's a healthy way to be going into it thinking that they're the one. Uh, but Yeah, it's like going into a relationship thinking you were Optimus Prime. And then when the bitch transforms, <laughs> <laughs> transform. he don't transform into oh, no bitch, luxury you car, bitch. He transform into a hoopty. <laughs> but why why the fuck why in the fuck would you make somebody your your boyfriend if you didn't think that they was the one or your girlfriend if you well, didn't think, why would you do that? That's not fair. It's not no, always no, a no, love at why, first sight. No, but why would you not do it if you think they could? No, be? you like well, them. When you like them, you see That's not enough. I, you see that you can build on something with them, and I don't think it's fair to say that it has to be a love on at first sight situation every time. No, you can tell how they're gonna be the first week you meet them. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now that I don't think that's That's always necessarily true. true. I think so. But I will say that you can see, (laughs) you should 
you should be able to see some longevity yeah, so. with them before it's decided that you're going to call this person your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, yeah, you should just yeah. be like, yes. oh, bitch, I don't want to see us making it to this motherfucking corner on Starbucks, right. but... Then why are you dating them? I mean, why did you decide to give them the title? Exactly. Wow. That's that's Um, very introspective. Shay Bolin, (laughs) what about you? Have you ever been in that situation? Uh, All I'm saying is, when your mama, your closest homies tell you about this person that you ignore them, bitch, run, child. Ooh, can we get into that shit real quick? Run. Because I, I what you said... I literally fell the fuck out with my mother over this door. And everything that she said about him ended up being right. But mm-hmm. I agree. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, should we listen to our parents and best friends when they don't like your boyfriend or girlfriend? Um, it, of course, I think it, we should. And now, in the moment, I didn't. I I know for one male in particular, I did not. It caused a lot of contention, just like you, Jaren, with my mother, and she was right. She was right in the end. He wasn't, <laughs> child. Yeah, of listen. Course. Of course, I asked, I fooled around and told my mother I hated her over this man. <gasps> oh God. You're okay, so, dramatic. so dramatic. You dramatic you ass Libra. <laughs> Mama, I hate that you. Is really, that is literally one of the, the number one things I ever regret ever saying in my uh, life. And I normally don't regret about the uh, things that I say, that but that some, is literally like the oh number my God. one. Oh. You felt like she was trying to hold you back from being great, didn't you? You don't know what he's <laughs> like. I felt like that she was being negative towards anything that had to do with me and him. Mm-hmm. And it just got to the point where, like, what if I, I told really you that she was because she ain't see that shit from the door? <laughs> yeah, she did. She did see it from the door. She ain't liked him from the very beginning. Yeah, and that's why I say you can see in the first week. But yeah, and you know, you can't discount experience. Okay, I'm going to say this. Do I think that should your parent or best friend decide for you if you should need to break up or be with somebody? No, cool? no it's not. But when the people that love you and know you best, that you trust, are telling you that they don't see it for someone you're dating, you need to take that shit into, into consideration. Account. Yes, absolutely. please take it into account. They know you well. They ain't saying this for no reason. Some people be like, "Oh no, you hating because you single and you lonely. You just mad because you ain't got what." Why is that your first defense? Like, oh, you don't know him like I know him. Yeah, <laughs> all you see is that he beat on me, but sometimes he beat the eggs. Uh. <laughs> all you see is that he steal from my wallet, but he stole my heart too. Mm-mm. Lord. <laughs> Stop right. him. You're right. All you see is that I fell down the stairs from him pushing me, but I fell in love. It's the more to it than that. that. <laughs> it's more to it than bitch. You believe this shit yourself, huh? So I do really think that you need to listen to them. Let go of ego, please. But they said it wouldn't last and it didn't because, and I want to talk about this more because in the first week, I feel like, bitch, that's when you do your all, bitch, you do your everything, bitch. When you like somebody and you're trying to get their motherfucking attention, you are yourself on steroids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you would do whatever to 
lure them in, keep them. Mm-hmm. And to me, a lot shows when you first meet people. But I think that's what people don't realize. Mm-hmm. It's like, it shouldn't take you fucking time. You should know if that person is genuinely loves being around you just organically. Mm-hmm. And without ulterior motives, like you can usually tell. You gotta pay attention though. Well, you bring up a good point. So <laughs> I know you don't agree. I understand. Did, I understand. Anyone wanna expound <laughs> on that? Or I, understand. I can t- I can talk about a article from Dr. Randy Gunther. Um she made an article about when it's time to let go let a relationship go. Hmm. Hmm. What do you say? When is the time? What time is it, Dr. Randy? (laughs) (laughs) She said, when unacceptable behaviors that were not revealed at the beginning of the relationship. Oh, that's good. Well, that is a good one. Mutually exclusive important needs. Yeah. For example, it's important to you to have sex once a day. Yeah, sexual compatibility is a must. Or, and it's important for the other person... I need. I prefer to have sex once a week. Now, how the fuck do y'all meet in the middle with that? Wow. <coughs> Communication. Yeah. Well, no, sometimes... What if y'all trying to meet halfway on that? If it's so important to you, then... I mean, you don't have to compromise where you can, where you can't, don't. Yeah. Right. I don't know, though, because that's kind of hard, though. Because I feel like when you get into, like, first in a relationship with somebody and y'all first start messing around, y'all be fucking like crazy. Not me. Oh, uh, well, bitch, I did it. I guess I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening on. to him. Then later on. No, I've like, no, okay, never been with anybody that I was fucking like crazy when I first met them. It was never, I've never been that way. Good for you. Because yeah. I'm not that way. <clears throat> Your life just started, Joe. Um, <laughs> she said... Uh, I'm not going to read all of them, but she also said when there are power struggles, becoming superficial, mm-hmm. external stressors. Becoming superficial, a big one. Listen, people. Mm-hmm. You out there trying to be cute. Boredom. Not concentrating on the core. Deadness. Self-serving escapes that become more important than the primary relationship. Wow, that's a great one. Ooh, that's a really good one. Wow. Can we talk about that? Self-serving escape. Wow. Do you want to hear what she said about it? Yes, let's go into depth. Okay, she said addictions are the most notable examples. Addictive behaviors are simply compulsive, urgent indulgences that take one partner away from from the other and cause long-term damage to an intimate relationship, whether drugs and alcohol, social engagement, involvement in sports or body fitness, or excessive work commitments. They are competing relationships that take precedence over the primary one and drain its energy. A partner a on the way. other end of an addictive mate is not given a vote to keep the primary relationship intact. Only the partner who engages in the addictive behavior can make the decision to reprioritize the energy that he or she is spending elsewhere. It's called mm-hmm. it's called making special time. Yeah. That's a huge one. Yeah, it is. That's a huge one. The last one she put on the list is escalating misunderstandings and Misassumptions. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
a constant fight. Bitch, you lying. No, I'm not. Bitch, <laughs> yes, you are. Bitch, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. What was... When did you, at one point in your relationship, realize it ain't gonna last? Anyone want to start on Damn. One? That's a... Well, or, or, when you saw a friend in their relationship and you realize that shit ain't gonna last. Well... Now that I'm older, an old, you know, an older doll, I see it all. Anytime I meet a couple, I'm able to assess w- literally <laughs> where they are. Um, who love who more, who's right. doing what, who's... Right. And that just comes with time and experience. And I'm, you know, really perceptive and intuitive anyway, and I go mm-hmm. on energy. So I'm able to pretty much... And I'm usually spot on. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> I am. Yeah. To toot my own horn, but I am. Okay. And it's not like a simple decision. Uh, yeah. It's not a simple conclusion to make. No. You really think about this shit. No, some of these girls be putting on. But I'll tell you, in uh, in my younger days, I knew it wasn't going to last when, um, well, two instances for me. One was... I had just said that I wanted to be with somebody. We were going to be exclusive. And Mm -hmm. then I went on a ski trip or some shit like that. And I was just (laughs) feeling my pussy. And it was just doing too much. And I didn't think he was going to get wind of it. (laughs) And uh, that didn't last. Not that I did anything. But, you know, that's what made me learn, like... When you are in a relationship, when you're in a committed relationship, wherever you go, you're a representation of that relationship. And you have mm-hmm. to respect your partner wherever you are. That was a big lesson for me. And I had just gotten with somebody I really liked. And as soon as I got back from that trip, he was like, I heard you was going crazy Ooh, in, yeah. in this one's room. What? The, what? Ooh. What? Oh. So they realized it wouldn't yeah. last you when you was home. Yeah. Oh. They realized it, you realized it wouldn't last when you realized you was fast. <laughs> That's when you realized that shit. So that was last. over as soon as I so got y'all back. Hear that? You got to acknowledge your fast behavior, bitch. Okay. And then it was, I knew it wouldn't last when, first of all, you know, this one was cheating so much. Just, just you, out of control. Can I dive a little deeper into that, please? Sure. Why did you keep forgiving him? I kept forgiving him because of the way we looked. Really? <sighs> Simply on that alone? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a good look. Everybody expected it. You know, Lindsay, I was with some dude with a big fancy car who had money. You know, aesthetically, he was good. Lo- well, mm-hmm. you know, he was nice looking and I liked the way it looked. He mm-hmm. was a great, you know, he was a horrible boyfriend and all of that. But he was, um, I don't know if I could characterize him now as a good person, like being a woman <laughs> now. I don't know if that's really a good person. He treated me like shit. So I don't know if I could call him a good person. But we got along really well. But no, it was really all about the look. It yeah. was like a, the you image. know, like a video. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, who that sound like? I don't even Ooh, say the name. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this bitch was thinking it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that. like oh, okay. the look. Sometimes the look <laughs> of it, you know, it looks good. It, it feels good in the moment because y'all are cool. 
But it, there's really no substance. It's really a mess when you think about it. When you really, when I really take a look at that relationship, it was a mess. It wasn't even a relationship. As a matter of fact, the other day I was talking about it with a girlfriend. I was like, the only person that was in that relationship was me. Yes. Right. At one point in time, you realize I'm the only person in this yes, relationship. I'm the only, I'm the only that. one that's trying to make this work. I'm only the only one doing the work to make sure we're good. Yes. And um, oh, you realize you're pulling a rope, and ain't nobody pulling back. And it was nasty when it ended. It ended nasty. Mm. It did. It ended terribly. Right. And anybody uh, else got a story they may want to add? Lyrical Mar, Jay. I kind of feel like you know it's not going to work when they tell you that they hate you. Ooh, Ooh. when they call you out your name too. Well, you know, a few of us can take that. <laughs> But bitch, that is actually you. correct. Y'all have to I decide. Mean, you know, people can take that. Well, no, don't I call don't me agree. on my name. I, well, I don't agree with it. But yeah. People could take it, and I don't really. Re- I don't really. But when somebody says they hate you, like to me, that's uh, that's fighting words, and it bitch, is. I don't fuck with you. So, bitch, you should. If somebody that comes from somewhere, yeah, it does. It comes from a toxic or ugly. And somebody and somebody told me that, bitch. And when he said it, bitch, I looked in his eyes, bitch, and I believed him. Mm-hmm. Like the the late uh Maya <laughs> Angelou said, honey. <laughs> the icon pioneer <laughs> said, bitch, believe them. Well uh, but I was language, never language flitty. is very important. <laughs> <laughs> And, and no, you got to pay attention to that sign. Like, language is very, very, very important. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, yes. I, here's a sign for me. Um, Even when you're drunk. I knew it wouldn't last when I realized how disrespectful he was to his mother. Oh. Mm-hmm. I realized that if he couldn't even respect the matriarch in his life that was taking care of him and was there from the very beginning in a single-parent household... How could he possibly ever respect me the way I wanted to be respected? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> That's um, a startling one. Oof. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what else? Who was well, another? I knew that my relationship wouldn't last my last one when I realized that I wasn't doing half the things that I had done previously before for the one who didn't deserve it. Ooh. Like this, this man was coming out his way all the way from the far north suburbs to come and visit me, come spend time with me, would call me, and I was just so not into it, so distant, so actually disrespectful sometimes too. Just purposely not answering the phone, purposely not wanting to be bothered. I never forget one time, I literally left him in my bed and went and slept on the couch. We hadn't gotten to argument or anything. I just didn't feel like being bothered. Oh, that's so dramatic. That is. That's you so Libras are dramatic. so fucking dramatic. Oh, I went to sleep mm-hmm. on the fucking couch. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that's some real shit. It is. It, it really is. Real. And then she's going to say that's some real shit. I mean, that's, that's a part it of is. it. That's, yeah. that's every That's every six or nine months. <laughs> Shut up. I remember I was dating one person. And shit. I, I just realized that we did not speak the same um, love language. 
Yes, and that is so important. It, it is. Um, you know, I felt like they, and, and I respected that. I had no angst or um, like ill feelings towards him. I just realized that he needed this to feel love. This was his way of knowing where he stood and making him feel good. And for me, yes, I needed something completely different. I was in a different place in my life. I was, I was, um, I was in high school. It was like eighteen. And one, I wasn't even ready to let down my walls. And him being so aggressive with trying to drill through wasn't going to work for me. No, not at 18. No. No. Uh, to this day, people still struggle with getting to know me well or easily. Um, and so him trying to blow up my phone, always trying to go somewhere on dates and this and that and that. I'm like, mm -hmm. So he broke up with me and I said, <laughs> I was like, that's fair. I think that's the best decision to do. I would have punched and you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to. He was a Pisces. He just looked at me okay. like, mm -hmm. like, you a fucking asshole. But bitch, that's why I live for you the way you are, because you don't drag people through the mud when, they're, when they need to see the truth. Mm -hmm. I know I was I wasn't shit. I was a fuckboy at that time. Well, you tried, didn't you? Um, I can't say I tried hard Not enough. at 18. Hey. I know he didn't. No, it, it, I, love was in my focus, and it was something that I honestly didn't see as possible. <laughs> I went and dragged my parents into this, but I saw how their relationships were, and I saw how my family relationships were, and the relationships I saw in school, <laughs> in my community. I was like, bitch... Everybody a motherfucking cheater, a liar, a, a thief. <laughs> I just didn't Listen. think love was possible. So in high school, I definitely didn't think that shit was going to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I ain't taking this shit serious. I ain't taking it serious. He ain't taking me serious. Chop. Man. He, he thought it was going to last, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He did, not me. <laughs> but oh for since we being transparent uh oh that was a moment that I thought it would last oh get into <laughs> it and watch it that's my but other child I'm not gonna go in there but there was a moment that I thought it would last and <laughs> it's no it's common knowledge that I was engaged and that's probably the only time I thought it would last everyone else I dated I that I shortchanged or gave the shorter end of the stick. But this time I felt I was, you know, I put my best foot forward. And I think I realized that it wouldn't last when something that Lindsay said. I started to realize that I was in this relationship alone. And I say that to say because um and, and it's it's not a, a deep thing. I think that two people can love each other and then realize that in many ways we've grown apart. Different ideologies, different passions, different outlooks on how shit's supposed to work. It doesn't make anyone evil. Do people make mistakes in that relationship that they later regret? Yeah. But at the actual center of why shit was not working there was a deeper meaning to that it wasn't meant to be 
It just simply wasn't meant to be. Whether it was at this time, but I think it was just was ever. I think I decided that it wasn't meant to be when that it wasn't going last. Um, when did I ever realize that I was in a relationship alone? Um, when I felt like I was just kind of forced and fetched to happen. And I also realized that somebody loved me so much that they were willing to be unhappy to stay with me. And that ain't how that shit work. No. Mm-hmm. And I had to let that go. You can't force someone to stay with you even if they promise their life to you just because you want to be happy. We have to be happy, and that's perfectly fine. So, yeah. I just shed a thug tear. <laughs> did you? I did. I think I can... That's a good note to end that that's real one, talk. Right? Mm-hmm. That was real. That was some real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I want to talk about 10 reasons... Relationships fail. These are the top 10 reasons that relationships fail according to psychology today. Well, I know one. Oh, actually. When you use that card and that should say back. insufficient funds. Not mistaken. That's right. I want to quote something. Um, and it doesn't have to apply to anyone here, but it was deep to me. It's from social media. Podcast host Richard Brookshire, um, writer, whatever he does it all. But he said, "Are you in love, or have you just found a place to park your wounds?" <laughs> that man is amazing. That is some deep shit. I mean, have you? Have you? Have you? That is something that a lot of people need to ask themselves. And it's important, especially, I mean, a common um, occurrence of this is when people are just leaving a relationship that they haven't got over. Right. And. Um, yeah, that was me with my ex. Yes. Yeah. And you end up That's parking there to get over that person. Mm-hmm. And many times, up. Oh, and not just this. Sometimes you end up going. Let's talk about when you're going back to an ex. Oh God, toxic. You're going back because you're parking back at home because it feels good. You know that that was good. He made you feel good. She made you yep. feel good. Toxic. But that ain't where you're supposed to be. Toxic. No, I don't. I literally home just is a place that you go visit on the holidays before you that. go back to your reality. Do you nope. think you're supposed to go back? No, yeah. absolutely. You not. think you're supposed to go back? No. Do, the oh. question but they, is, yeah, they do. But do the you? person does. They do. It's a comfortability thing, like you said. Yeah. I literally just told a younger Libra that you and your man are not meant to be together. That's why it's so fucking toxic. And I said, you do, you barely like this young man. You don't want to invite him around with like the rest of us. And that's because you only with him because that's what you know. And it's easy to go back to what you know. And it's kind of like the concept of home though. Like, you know how you go home, like your hometown or your, your, your parents' house to recharge? 
Rejuvenate. Yes. Give all that love that you needed. And then you know when you stay in this your mom house and you like, bitch, this is why I left this motherfucking house. Yeah, when she said, can you wash them dishes? You were like, bitch, like, I'm on vacation. And once you owe, you go back to your hometown. <laughs> you be like, bitch, this is why I left this city to begin with. And I hate this Let me pack my city. shit and go back home because I ain't coming here to yeah. watch why you should have been there. Okay. And Queen. it's a cycle of that Queen. that's happening when you're going back to your but ex. But Jaren said something very important. Half of these people don't even like who they with. They don't like them. They don't. That is one thing I always say to to anybody, you know. And I'm not even bragging on my boyfriend, but I like my boyfriend. He is funny. He is charming. He's all these things. I like him as a person. We like each other. I like being, I like hanging out. He's literally my favorite person in the entire world. Yeah, that's how it's And he to be. gets on my nerves. You hear me? <laughs> the last nerve that I have, he manages to get on it. Okay. But I like him. <laughs> And that's that. But some of these people, they don't even like who they're with. They may like their dick. They might like the way they <laughs> fuck. Yeah, they like for the public. They might like the way they look. Okay. They might yeah. like all these other things, but they don't like them as people. Mm-hmm. Half of the time, they don't even know them. Sometimes they don't like themselves. <laughs> well, and if you don't like yourself, that. bitch. Yeah. Hmm. Loving yourself enough to cut some shit off that ain't good for you. Okay. But also, I wanted to follow up on reasons why <coughs> you should listen to your parents and your best friend or close family when they don't like your boyfriend. Um, I I saw this quote that said, "When we're in love, we lack the ability to see our relationship objectively." objectively to the point that we need outsiders opinion on the madness in which we find ourselves entangled mm. madness sometimes Listen, you're so I'm, in love that you are not looking at shit for what it is right mm-hmm. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I ain't never thus far been wrong about any relationship any of my friends been in mm-hmm. Never one bitch I'm always right Mm-hmm. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and let, let me end with this list and let's speak on it. Um, again, the article is from Psychology Today. And these are the top 10 reasons relationships fail. Trust issues, different expectations, mm-hmm. moving through life at different speeds, yes, God. compatibility issues, mm-hmm. yep. communication issues, okay. narcissism, Relational abuse, life Uh habit abuse, grown apart slash boredom slash staleness slash rut, and lastly, money issues. They describe that every way. Yes, that's it. Think about that shit. It literally almost applies to a lot of stuff we already talked about, but it goes a step further. If these apply to you. Get in your diary, <laughs> write some shit down, <laughs> look in the mirror, and say, stop being stupid, bitch. Not only that, but learn from the, your past relationships, too. You motherfuckers go out and date the same man 10 different fucking 10 times. 10 times because Woo! 
No, well, a, a great example. <laughs> Let me tell you. Everybody <laughs> going on about that little girl and her thank you next. Shut the hell up. Ooh. Someone had to die, bitch, <laughs> before you got You're off the bad. last dick. Oh okay, God. you are disrespecting oh Miss. You Grande. haven't learned a thing, young lady. Ooh. Perpetrating a fraud. Oh, and and that's a few of my friends' songs, Chad. That song is okay. I was on the phone with with a certain Virgo, Virgo the other day talking about he liked that song. Girl, bye. Uh-huh. I like the video. Mm. It was cute. She had to take out that bone snatch, but she ain't have it out long enough. <laughs> I like her ponytail. <laughs> She's pretty with it. That new hair is trying it. That new hair is trying it. It's Girl, chew- y'all can't take the Miss Blonde. It's chewing it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Y'all look, can't take the Miss like Blonde. A, a hat. Mm-mm. It's a hat. No, Tom. I want a Miss Pequeño or Pequeña or some shit. I'm sick of Miss Blonde. Bye. <laughs> y'all like her as a blonde? Huh? Y'all like her as a blonde? Nah. No. I want her to become a woman. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Stop mean? talking, that, stop that, talking that, that grown women shit when you a little kitten. <laughs> stop trying to talk to grown sh- woman shit to me, bitch. That? I don't even think this bitch has had a real <laughs> orgasm. She ain't convinced me of nothing. All that pussy cat. You don't feel like Big Sean gave her the big O? I think he did. Yeah, but I don't know if he know what he doing, too. Right, you right. Well, I don't, I don't have much out. faith let me, in Let me go to Big Sean's house real quick to see. Listen. No, he doing. Man. Oh, ain't he dating Janae? Ground I don't baby. know about that neither. I don't think that's over now, too. Is it? It yeah. might be. It's a sad day if uh, nobody's home. Ciao. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is episode eight. I enjoyed you guys. I want to thank my host for being here today. Yay. Thank you. And I want to thank you all for welcoming us back and listening to this show. It was amazing. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's HTS underscore podcast. And on Instagram, we are hard to swallow podcast and full writing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a joy to be here today. It was a joy. We had a lot of shit to talk about. So hopefully your ears can manage. Manage. (laughs) Well, I'm about to leave and go to my other fucking job. Yes, um, Lord. Eat the rest of this chicken and hopefully get some dick. Oh, wow. Oh, in one time. Mind your business. Mind your business. Let a hoe be a hoe, Chad. Okay. A hoe be a hoe. Ooh. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. So nasty and so (laughs) I am not a hoe. (laughs) Never mind me. Not a hoe tap. sex positive. You're not a hoe tap. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Bitch, y'all gonna stop trying me. Get the fuck out of my studio. <laughs> We're out, swallowers. Bye. Bye. It's always hard to suck dick when you got a cold. I can't. Yeah, you just don't do it. Can you? Goodbye. Can you get out of there? Bye. No coughing. A mess. <laughs>